1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm your host, Emmy Morgan. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out. It's been six weeks um, for my friend Carmen, who had her gender confirmation surgery. And, oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm on my phone. And, oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, the volume's on my phone, and I'm not sure how to change that. Um, So I just want to give her a quick shout out and if you guys want to also give her a quick shout out you can go to her Instagram Carmen C-A-R-M-E-N Christina C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A Garcia G-A-R-C-I-A Give her a quick shout out and let her know that you're thinking of her and I'm just so proud of her. She's Yep, she's six weeks post-op today, and um, she said that it's going to take probably another six weeks for her to get back into the game, but I'm just so proud of her, so shout out to Carmen. Um, Something funny just happened while I was waiting for the show to start. For the past, like, couple months, I've been getting this random voicemail. I don't know if any of you have gotten it. I've tried blocking the number, but they always find
0: some way of, like, getting in touch with me. Have you guys had this call? I don't know if you could hear that or not, but it's basically someone speaking completely
1: I don't want, I don't know if it's Cantonese or Mandarin, I'm not sure, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's constant every single day, and I can't, like, you know, the vigilant in me wants to report them, and I want to, like, yeah, better business bureau report them. I want to block them, but every time I block them, they get a new number and call from a the new number. I don't know how many numbers they have, so I don't know if I'm the only one getting those calls, but anyway, um... Yeah, shout out to Carmen. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't really have a topic that's like lighthearted to start off with. Um, everything's not totally heavy, but um, I'm trying to th- I want to think of something lighthearted. Because some of the stuff I'm talking about today is going to be oh, a little bit more serious. Um, well, I can start off with my... TV reviews. I don't ever listen to past episodes. I hate the sound of my own voice. So I don't 100% know if I let you guys know I finished The Witcher and I finished The Mandalorian. I feel like I did, but if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. Um, Mandalorian was amazing. It wasn't confusing. The Witcher was confusing, but good still. And every time that Henry Cavill said, you know, as Geralt, not Geralt, anytime he would say, oh, fuck, it would be like a melee ensued afterwards. So that was kind of funny. The new show that I've been binging, and I like, I've never binged so hard on a show. Um, Well, first off, I finished season five of Fuller House. I am so, so, so sad that... It's ending its next season. Um, The dog in it, Cosmo, he passed away um, just after they had ended filming. Um, So that's sad. The thing I like about Fuller House, and I know some people don't like it and they think it's corny and cheesy. You know what? When I was growing up, I loved Full House. I loved TGI Friday. TGI Friday was... um, on ABC, and it was a way, you you can look up the show. It kind of revolved. Sometimes it was full house, just the 10 of us, growing pains, uh, family matters, perfect strangers, step-by-step, I feel like I'm missing one. It would start at 8 o'clock, and it would go to, like, 10. But it kept me in the house as a kid, and it kept me glued to the TV. And it it, it helped serve my creative juices. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but the thing I loved about Full House is the life lessons and the focus on family. And it was wholesome. And they always had, I mean, the family was white, but they always had multiracial friends. And it's just a good, 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 feel-good show. Um, and I always loved it. I always loved it. Do I remember it? No. But I remember loving it as a kid. And when it was canceled, I was sad. And so when Fuller House came on Netflix, I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I'm going to watch every episode. And I have. I've watched every single episode of the new Fuller House. Um, The premise is amazing. I love how they transitioned from Full House to Fuller House. Um, if you don't know anything about it, because you're living under a rock, Full House was about Danny Tanner, recently widowed, and he had three daughters. Donna Joe, DJ, the oldest. She was a teenager. Stephanie, the middle child. She was a smart aleck. And Michelle, the baby. She was like one. Played So Candace Cameron played DJ. Jody Sweden played Stephanie. And... Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen both played Michelle. When his wife died, her brother um, moved in with her. With, sorry, moved in with him. Moved in with Danny. Down in the basement? Wait, was he in the basement? Yeah, he was in the basement. And um, also just for shits and giggles, Danny's friend who was a
0: um I think what was Joey? He was
1: um uh oh so, sorry, first of all, um his his friend that moved in with him was Jesse, which was um John Famos. And his friend Joey moved in with him and I Joey Gladstone and I think Joey was what was Joey? He was um he was Danny's childhood friend, but he moved in to kinda of help raise the kids. He worked as a stand up comic, but he also did like different like jingles and stuff. And then like um he did well, he did the different voices to help the like take care of the kids and whatnot. Danny worked as a sportscaster at the local news station and Jesse, um, his brother in law was a musician. And he ends up marrying Danny's co-host, Rebecca, Aunt Becky. Um, I'm not even going to go there today. I'm not not going there today.
0: Um, So the new Fuller House, DJ Tanner married a man
1: named, oh, what was his name? Oh, I'm trying to think. Hold on, give me a second. Shoot, 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 shoot. I can't remember his name, but his last name was Fuller. Um, and she had three kids with him, Jackson, Max, and Tommy. Jackson was a teenager like DJ was. Max was a little kid in the middle like Stephanie, and Tommy was the baby like Michelle. Um, her sister, Stephanie, who was a traveling musician at this point, moved back in as the Jessie character and moved into the basement. They would have liked if Michelle, Ashley Olsen, and or Mary Kate Olsen was coming back to the show, but they they're in a different space. They make Tons of references
0: to Michelle throughout the the show. But DJ's best friend, Kimmy Gibbler, moved
1: in as the kind of, like, Joey character. She's a riot, first of all. Andrea Barber is a riot. She's so freaking hilarious. She will go down as one of the comic geniuses of all time. She is so funny. Um, So Kimmy was always the annoying next-door neighbor that Danny kind of, the daughter he never wanted, but DJ loved her as a best friend. She was so loyal to DJ. And growing up, they had this arch nemesis named Gia, who was just Miss Popularity and looked her nose down at DJ. And DJ was also in love with this kid, Steve Hale, played by um, Scott Winger, who was like the love of her life. But they never ended up together at the end of the series. They never ended up together. So um, in this iteration... Steve comes back into her life. He at first he's,
0: oh, I don't want to ruin it.
1: He comes back into her life. Okay, I'll just say that. Kimmy is married to I. I got. <laughs> I always mess up his name. She he, she's married to Fernando Hernandez Guerrero. Fernandez Guerrero, played so brilliantly by Juan Pablo Depassi. I just I adore him. He's amazing. And it's funny, I've looked at other roles he had. He played a bad guy in Dallas and I fucking loved him on that. He played Jesus Christ in um the A D series and I loved him in that. And now I like him and so he's played a psycho on Dallas, a, a perfect human being in um A D series, and now He's a total comic next to Andrea Barber um, on Fuller House. He's so funny. He's from Argentina, but he doesn't speak with an accent normally, but he has an accent as Fernando, and Fernando is a Formula race car driver. So they got, at the beginning of the, the five seasons, they were divorced. And she was raising her her daughter, um, and yeah, it was. At first, it was, you can't stand him because he's annoying, and then all of a sudden, he just changed and became so lovable and funny, and you wanted him around all the time, and yeah, it's it's he's hilarious, he's so funny. Mm -hmm. Juan Pablo, I love you. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a funny show, and Stephanie actually is, like, kind of the Jessie character. Um, I think I mentioned that a little earlier. She, like, goes out on dates and stuff, and she has some interesting boyfriends, but um, I will give you one spoiler. She does end up with one of her boyfriends, so that's pretty cool. Um. But, yeah, it's just a feel-good show, and whenever I watch it, I laugh hard. Um, last season was a little bit, mm, but this season was so good. Also, too, I'm not going to lie, when I was watching last season, I was in a different space, and now I'm watching this season, and I'm in a different, completely different space than I was before. So maybe, like, my my energy is what made it fun. I don't know. But I really, really, really love it. They even have, for this season, a cameo with Kurt Cameron, which I was like, wow, I missed him. And he was the first guy I ever had a crush on as far as a celebrity. The first. So it was kind of cool to see him go back to the person that I first crushed on when I was a kid. So, um... But, yeah, check out Fuller House. I mean, you really will like it. It's so good. 23 minutes per episode. They usually have 9 or 10 episodes per season. I flew through them. So good. Um, but, yeah, there's one more season, and then it's done. And I'm, like, so sad because, oh, I just love, love the show and all the characters in it. And, yeah, so... That's my feel good thing for the day. Um, what was I, I going to say? I am watching another movie. Um, I'm watching this movie on Netflix. I have to rewatch it because I started it last night. It's called Red Sea Diving Resort with Chris um, Evans. So I started watching it, but I got distracted. Um, Chris Evans is looks really good in it, and I think that his acting is better than I've seen him in a long time. The thing about Chris Evans is that I've only seen him after Captain America, and I don't think that there's a lot of depth in that character. Superhero movies don't have a ton of depth. I mean, they have interesting things happen to them, and I get that it's sometimes complex, but there isn't, like, he doesn't have to, like, method act to be Captain America. You know what I mean? Like, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't have to method act to be uh, Tony Stark. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does after that. And this movie, I kind of, like, even though I was doing something else, I kind of got, like, glimpses of it, and I was like, wow, he. He's doing a good job. Even in Knives Out, I thought he was good, but I felt like he went too far, left too far soon. Or too far soon. (laughs) Far too soon. (laughs) Hi, I liked English. English was my favorite in high school. Um, I feel like if he had done this movie, Red Sea Diving, first, and then had Knives Out, after, I would be like, oh, he was fucking brilliant in Knives Out. He was good in Knives Out. Don't get me wrong. But it just felt like, all right, I want to take a role completely different from from Captain America. I'm just going to do it, just to do it, so people see me differently. And so he was playing this role, and yes, he was really good, but it just felt like his heart wasn't 1,000% in it whereas this I feel like his heart is 1,000% in. I'm going to rewatch it for that very fact alone. I'm also watching, um, I took a break from that, and I'm watching Unbelievable, the um, TV series about the girl who got raped and then recanted. Um, it's pretty good, good so far. Um, yeah, but the one show that I'm watching, and it's like, I'm watching it to get it over with. It's almost like scheduling your appointment to the dentist. You know you have to do it because your teeth need it, but you don't want to. No, that's actually not a good analogy. You know what it's like? It's like visiting your friend. It's like visiting your friend who's toxic. And I know I'm using this word in 2020, but I don't give a fuck. You know damn well that your friend is always going up and down, left and right. But they're your friend, though. You love them no matter what. But you're just like, oh, give me strength to go see this friend. That's how I feel about power. It has disappointed me so greatly in the past two seasons. Ever since Raina got shot, the show went downhill. It just did not know how to write itself. The writers didn't know what to do. They were spinning out of control. I don't think that
0: having Reyna die was a a jump-the-shark moment. I think, personally,
1: um, when Angela died, that was the jump-the-shark moment. Because everything since then has just been like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I did not like the character, but I didn't want the character to die. I wanted her to relocate and just get out of there because she was annoying as fuck. But I, now it's just like, uh, it's like watching paint dry. Um, and they held on to the Dre character. They have held on to that character for far too long, and I don't get why. I don't get why season after season, that character is not gone. I don't get it. I do not understand. Um, But whatever. Who am I? Just a fan. Um, Yeah, so let's get into the heavier topics because I don't want to rant forever. Um, So a couple things have happened in the news recently. Of course, last week I talked about J.K. Rowling, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse. But in addition to her, Ricky Gervais, who is famous for writing the British version of The Office and executive producing the American version of The Office, decides to jump in with his own tweets, basically making fun of someone who told... he This person eloquently told... J.K. Rowling, you are in a position of power. You write on fictional characters that accept everyone who's different. How dare you then say, as a person, anyone who's different is wrong. Ricky Gervais took it upon himself to reply to this tweet and say, how dare women, biologically born women is how he put it or something like that. Um, How dare they Um, have their own bathroom. And he was very condescending and mocking the person. And then he said, you know, we need to protect women's rights, women that are actually, because, you know, some of these men thinking they're women, they don't need to be protected. Let me tell you something, Ricky Gervais. If you have children, which I'm not going to look up to see if you have children because I don't even want to know. I don't want that vision in my head of somebody actually having sex with you. If you have children, there's no rhyme or reason who becomes trans and who doesn't. One of your children could be trans and they look up on the internet when they get older and see what you've said is trans, they're not going to come out to you. They're not going to come out to you. And if they do, they're going to come out and run the fuck away from you. Or worse yet, they're going to kill themselves because their dad doesn't approve of them. You people need to realize being trans isn't uh, a Boston thing. It isn't uh, a New England thing. It isn't an American thing. Anyone can be trans. We don't select that we are trans. No one says, you know what? Sun is out. Stars, they're gone for the night. I'll see them later on. Oh, I hear birds chirping. Why don't I become trans? No one says that. This is put on us
0: from the day we're born.
1: Some of us figure out way later in life. Some of us know who we are, but because of who we're surrounded by, we keep it to
0: ourselves. We don't tell anybody. We think that we want the, quote, normal life. So you have people like Caitlyn Jenner
1: who get married three times, who have 10 kids, who, who lives a masculine life. while well, inside, she's dying. She is frustrated. She's hiding who she is. And then all of a sudden, at 65 years old, she comes out because she can't take it anymore. She doesn't want to die Bruce Jenner. She wants to die as Caitlyn Jenner. Or you get other people who know who they are, but they can't express it yet. They're waiting. I knew who I was from the very beginning. But I couldn't express myself. I wanted to wait until I had all my ducks in a row. I'm a planner. So I wanted to wait until I had a good, stable environment to live in, a good, stable job, security in myself that I knew if I came out to my family, both my family that I love and the family that I'm biologically related to, and they don't accept me, I'll be okay. I prepared myself for that stuff. But I had to wait. I said to myself, wait until you can Actually do something. Don't just do it to do it. Because you're going to do it wrong. And I didn't want to do it wrong. And I know there's no right or, way to, right or wrong way to come out as trans. But I wanted to do it on my terms. No one else's. So that's why I waited until I was 39. And I had no regrets about waiting. None. Um, yeah, so Ricky Gervais is a piece of shit. And he's hosting the Golden Globes. I, for one, am not going to watch the Golden Globes because of that. And I, for one, want him canceled. And a lot of people talked about cancel culture last year. And some people don't understand it. Well, I have the Webster version of it. Cancel culture, a form of boycott in which someone who has shared a questionable or unpopular opinion or who has had behavior in their past that's perceived to be either offensive or problematic, called problematic, sorry. Um, They're called out on social media as canceled. They're completely boycotted by many of their followers or supporters, often leading to massive declines in celebrities, careers, and fan base. Some people who have been canceled recently, Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, um, Jeffrey Tambor. Canceled. All three were sexual predators. Canceled. They don't work anymore. Canceled one hundred percent. Other people that should be canceled. In my book, and I'll explain why. JK Rowling one hundred percent canceled. Ricky Gervais one hundred percent canceled and Eddie Murphy one hundred percent canceled. JK Rowling needs to be canceled because this is what this is what happens. She put out her transphobic tweet a couple of days ago.
0: She goes to
1: make Fantastic Beasts 3. She goes to write another book. Who do you think is going to be going to those movies? Who do you think is going to be buying those books? People that in today's society, 2020, you are either transgender or you know somebody transgender. Either they're in your family they're in your friendship circle or they're a coworker. Do you really want to support somebody
0: who's offending somebody in your circle or you? I don't. I don't. I will not sleep any differently
1: if I find out J.K. Rowling no longer is selling books or making movies. I'm okay with that. She had her moment, and this is what she did when she opened up her voice. She has never once stood up for any transgender women that were murdered. She's never once been pictured shaking hands with Chaz Bono or any other trans man out there that has come out as a celebrity. She made one character gay, but didn't give him a lover in Harry Potter. She did it to appease us. She did it to sell to us. She wants the LGBT dollars, but she doesn't want to provide our support, to give us support, sorry. Canceled Ricky Gervais for the very reasons I said. He needs to be canceled. He's not funny. He's dangerous. I feel like that that type of speech is dangerous. Because we have a president in office that says and does really crazy things, and then you hear really crazy things being said and done in this world. How many times before this president was in office did we ever hear about A white woman going into some man's house and shooting him in his own house. How many times did we ever hear about lynching coming back before this president came in? I'm not talking about in the 60s when it was popular, in the 70s when it was popular. I'm talking in the past 20 years before this president came into office, how many racially motivated things used to happen. It's at an alarming rate now. It is crazy crazy. It is out of control. And I believe the gates of hell were open because of man. He allows overt racism in this country. And people follow him. People follow his lead. He says racist things, people back him up. And if you call him out on it, well, he's, he's your president, so you have to listen to him.
0: He's not my fucking president. I didn't vote for him. In fact, he didn't even get the popular vote. He cheated. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Eddie Murphy needs
1: to be canceled. Here's why. First of all, it's not going to be that far of a stretch for Eddie Murphy to get canceled. Let's just be honest. He already has been making movies that do nothing at the box office, okay? He keeps making movies left and right. They're not making any money. So it's okay if you're camp for Betty. Yes, I know. He's got 10 children to support, but they all got baby mamas at work, so they'll be fine. Eddie goes out and apologizes and says, you know what? I am sorry. Some of the things that I said... As a stand-up comic in the
0: 80s, made me cringe. I was inappropriate. But they were still funny. So he has 10 children. You don't think one of them is LGBTQ+, plus? not one of them? And you don't
1: hear about it because they're probably not going to come out, just like I said this scenario with Ricky Gervais if he has children. I also want to send a message to the black community. Y'all thought Eddie was funny when he was doing his homophobic shit. Well, guess what? It's a new motherfucking decade. That shit wasn't funny then. Or maybe you thought it was funny. But it's definitely not funny now. And if you support him in the black community, then you're part of the fucking problem. You're the reason why so many trans people, especially trans women, you're the reason why gay couples are being assaulted and murdered. Because guess what? When a black trans woman is murdered, it's not by a white guy. Let's talk about that.
0: I listened to a podcast by um, Hope Giselle. It's on Apple. It's called Can We Talk? I listened to her interview, Laverne
1: Cox. And I have said this before. Laverne Cox, first of all, I love her laugh. She's got the most infectious laugh ever. But I love the fact that she was the first. And she was the first in many regards. She's the first trans woman to have a television contract. She's the first trans actress to be nominated for an acting award. She's the first trans person to be on the cover of Time. She's the first trans person to executive produce her own TV show and win a Daytime Emmy. She's the first trans person to do advertisements for Smirnoff and Ivy Park, which is Beyonce's clothing line, Um, so many firsts with her. And I love that. Love it. Um,
0: But she said, you know, people, the conversation between her and Hope
1: was that when you see somebody of color to celebrity, usually they're dating somebody outside of their race. And Hope was like, why is that? And Laverne basically said, you know, anytime I, the, the one time I did hook up with a black guy,
0: he asked me to be a sugar mama. He indirectly asked her. My thing is, black men complain and complain when they see a
1: black woman dating outside of her race. Complain and complain and complain. My question to them is, have you asked her out? You're complaining that Laverne Cox is dating a white guy, but have you asked her out? I mean, don't sit here and complain and you haven't done shit to help. And just because of the Eddie Murphy thing, this is another reason why I want him canceled. Black men are so toxic with their masculinity. It's hyper masculinity and it's strange. No, I don't I don't I don't date trans women. No, that I'm not gay. They look at us as men. Yet they have their fucking underwear showing and they're showing their asses. So let me get this straight. Showing your ass in your underwear is not considered gay? But dating a trans woman who used to be a man is? Okay, I got it. Please sit your ass down. That makes no kind of sense. And they do other things that you're just like, what the fuck?
0: I just, I want some of the toxic masculine figures
1: in the black community brought down so that it breaks down
0: that barrier. There should be a power couple in this world where it's a black man who's cisgender
1: and a trans woman who's black. I would love to see that happen. That would inspire so many, not just in the black community, but in other races, It would inspire so much acceptance. Maybe we would see a drop in transgender murder. I'm not sure. I would hope. But stop asking us why we date white guys. Stop asking us why we date Latino guys. Stop asking
0: us why we date Asian men. If you aren't putting in the work, Just saying. Um,
1: My final topic today is going to be a sad one.
0: Um, With the news today, came reports that since September
1: 2019, Australia has been in their fire season. The fire season means their fields, their their uh, woods, all where their wildlife lives has the potential to burn because of the heat, because of the droughting. And with California, there was 2 million. The California wildfires is the same way. There was 2 million fields or acres that were burned. 2 million acres of land were burned in California with the California wildfires. Australia had 12 million acres
0: of land that,
1: that are burning. Con- they are consistently
0: burning right now. I'm going to tweet out um, where to donate, but anything will help. I mean, I just feel so so bad. Like
1: koalas are about to go extinct, for God's sakes. I
0: mean, it's just, it's crazy.
1: It is so, so, so crazy. And it's so sad to see all of the pictures coming in. Um, au. If you want to make a donation, please do so. It is, it can be $5, $10, whatever you can give, please donate because this is just sad. It is so sad. Um, I'm about to make my donation after the show, but yeah, oh, it's just so, so, so sad. And I just, the pictures kill me. There's even a picture, oh my gosh. Um, I think it's like a baby kangaroo just completely fried on the fence. It's just on a fence, and it's just completely fried. And I just started tearing up because I've never been to Australia, but at some point I hope to be. But just seeing pictures of, like, it looks like someone, some enemy dropped a bomb. It's just all smoke. And, oh, it's just Oh, so, so sad. So sad. And I just hope that with the donation made, they're able to um, help stop the fires and then rebuild what's been burned. But yeah, so again, I'm going to send out that link. But if you want to go to www, excuse me, wwf.org.au, and it'll take you to the um, the brush fire emergency website. So that is all I have for today. Thank you for listening. Um, I want to leave with something positive. I want you to take this new year and do good with it. I want you to find the little things that you did or maybe there were big things in 2019 and and before and you enjoyed it and you liked it and you had a good feeling after you did it. And I want you to repeat those good things in 2020. Don't say you can't because you can. I'm doing it. I want to see more feel-good stories happening going forward. I want to be a part of a feel-good story. And I just think it's important to put forth positivity over any type of negativity. Um, But being positive doesn't mean ignoring when bad stuff happens and calling it out. I don't think I'm being a negative person when I say, let's cancel J.K. Rowling, Ricky Gervais, and Eddie Murphy. That's not me being negative. That's me trying to protect other people for
0: what their voices are trying to spread, which is hate. Um. I think it's so important how you say things as well. If Ricky or,
1: or J.K. said, you know what, I don't agree with... I morally don't agree with the transgender community. That's on you. Okay, fine. You
0: don't agree with us. But you don't have to put down a group that you have no knowledge about in order to make your point. So that's all I got to say.
1: Until next week, have a great week. I wish you all love, light, and laughter. and Enjoy the new year. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The
0: Spilled Tea.
1: Thanks for listening to tonight's
0: episode of The Spilled Tea.